into the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. By my reckoning, number 82, although I know Paul completely disagrees with me on that. And with me tonight, I indeed have Mr. Paul Thorpe. Hello. Evening, Dan. How are you? I'm all right. Thank how's, you, how's, how's your head today? Is it all right? Moving on quickly, we have the regular presenter of the PWU podcast, who's taking a back seat tonight. By his own volition, it's Mr. Barry Worthington. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Mr. Barry Worthington. Thank you for giving my full title to me. It's all very formal, this isn't evening. it? And yes. thank you for organising the walk on Saturday. Yeah, there you go. It's all right. We have Statman himself. It's Mr. Gareth Hilton. Hilton, yes. Or on Twitter, Mr. G at G Hilton for. Is that correct? I think it is. Yeah. Something like that. I'm no big Twitterer, really. Hi, Rob. How, How are you that? doing? How are you faring? Living the dream. Yes, we continue to live the dream here on the PWU podcast. How did you find Saturday, the walk? It, yeah, it was all right. I was quite drunk by the end of it. Yes, I hear you were in no. bed for 8.30pm. It's true. Or was that AM? I can't deny. I can't deny it was PM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was PM. Yes, Prime Minister. Oh, yes, and I do apologise, I've not introduced myself. Or did I? No, he didn't. Barry, introduce me, please. And presenting this evening, we have the one, the only, the man, the Dan, Dan Farriman. Hi, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Somebody missing this evening, Dan. Ah, yes. Mick Moffat is Mick not Moffat, here. Yes. Mick Moffat's not here this evening because he's at the hospital. Oh no. There's a new addition to his family. Oh, uh, good. Granddad for the first time. Yeah. Freddie Moffat has arrived on the scene. <laughs> little Freddie. But he's not so little, is it? At 9.12 ounce. So, bouncing, bouncing all the way back to Springfield, Freddie Moffat. So, congratulations, Mick. Yeah, well done, then. And, and uh, everybody else, mother and baby, doing fine. All right. Well, I guess we should move on to the games because we've got lots to go through tonight. We've got four games. We've got two games to review and two games to preview. Let's jump straight in with the Bolton game, which was on Saturday the 29th of March, over in Horwich. And Statman, I believe, has the statistics. He has the statistics for that game. I do indeed, Dan. The stats from the game Bolton and Wanderers versus Wigan Athletic. Goal attempts, Bolton 22, Wigan 14. On target, Bolton 8 and Wigan 6. Bolton had 10 corners, Wigan had 9. They were caught offside twice, Wigan were caught offside once. Both teams got 3 yellow cards, thankfully no reds. Bolton had 39% possession, Wigan 61% possession, I found that difficult to believe. And goals, 1 inch. Yeah, I was going to bring up the same point about the possession actually, because it doesn't feel like that we had 61% of possession. In the first half it was a little bit more even, but going up to the last 10 minutes it feels like we didn't have the ball at all. I don't know what you thought about that, Paul. I certainly, I, I'm not so much about the possession, but I felt Bolton was a stronger team. Mm. <clears throat> you know, I, may, maybe all the time that Jean Bosses, you're always floating it in the middle of nowhere, that counted as our possession until they took the kick off again or the throwing. Because we were last to touch the ball, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it does sound a bit a bit skewed, that as a statistic. So you weren't a fan of Postager's performance on Saturday then? Oh, not particularly. It just seemed like every time he tried to play the ball, it went nowhere. But, you know, as I've said before, sometimes that's not the player playing the ball, although he's the one that looks like the numpty. Sometimes that's the player that 
should be making the run that then changes his mind. Yeah, Wusky M I've seen him play. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he crossed the halfway line, did he? No, can't, he's can't recall him crossing. Apart from the time he tried to sprint off when we were making that last substitution and it was his number being held <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, and he battled out of a challenge, as I said earlier, which really upset me. Barry, he must have thought that substitution was a race to see who could get to the touchline first or be subbed. A bit like a cricketer running his batting. It, it ran like, if you remember last season, Franco got subbed and he sprinted off. It was a bit like that, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Gene's number. <laughs> and what about the daft throwing as well? The oh. throw, that, what, what happened there? <coughs> He's always at it. He's he never had a shocker, <laughs> didn't he? He had a shocker. <laughs> he only takes one, one in two throwings is a foul throw. He doesn't always get pulled up for him. But he takes so many fouls. I mean, I mean, we sound like we're, we're picking a player here and bashing him, and we're certainly not. No, but not at all. He's normally I, I normally think, very good. Yeah, we are. Yes. I, I, think, <laughs> but I, I think if there's one aspect of one player's game that I would say is consistently terrible, it's his throwing. How many times has he been pulled up for oh. that since he signed? Oh, I bet oh. it's half a dozen. I've seen him get away with half a dozen mm. as well. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just the ones that actually make it onto the pitch. Never mind whether or not one of our players or one of theirs gets it. Well, it's interesting that you bring the subject to throw-ins, because in the last three games I've noticed one thing we've brought back into our game is the long throw, courtesy Stephen Craney. Who didn't play on Saturday. Who didn't play. Who took the one on Saturday then? I know he took the one last night. Perch. Was it Perch? Yes, Perch, yeah. Well, yeah. I, up until they scored the goal, I, I thought we... Um, Actually, I thought we, we were the dominant side, and, and it was slightly against the run of play, I thought. Mm. And I don't think it was a free kick. In fact, I know it, it was a free kick, but it was to us, because Djokovic is his name, he uh, went down. Djokovic, yeah. Djokovic oh. actually flicked Barnett over with his arm. You think? Well, yeah, we've seen the replay. I thought at the time, and I watched the replay, and uh, you see them time after time given to the defender, mm. don't you, rather than the, the attacker. And it was just... Uh, it's one of them, isn't it? We, we, the, and it was a Lionel who gave the decision as well, not not the ref. And the, the Lionel line. was blind side. The ref was looking straight at it. I'm sure yeah. he, he could have overruled him. The referee left a few decisions to the linesman. We'll get to one of yeah. those actually later on. The Darren penalty. Drysdale. Yes. Yeah. Name and shame him. Oh yeah. yeah. Put him on the bad refs list. RAF Waddington. He works out. Yeah. How do we think the referee was on Saturday? Good, bad, indifferent. I didn't think he was very good. Uh, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he didn't command the game enough for me. And uh, uh, like you say, I mean, you've already mentioned about the the Lionel's going to. You know, you want to talk about him later on. And I think he left decisions a lot to, to his assistants to, to to pull it up. Can I mention the Burnett situation? The Burnett foul because Bolt were crying for a sending off, though, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And, and I must admit, I was still in the stand thinking he's going mm-hmm. here. So we got. I think. Mm. You know, fair play to referee there, at least we got away with that one. But again, that was the line up. Like, did, didn't it? It was at the referee blue, the line all went like I mean, to be fair on that, we're all at the opposite yes. end as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Have any of us seen a replay of that? No. 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 And the only thing we had to go on was the Bolton fans calling for Burnett's head, but then they would do that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Because when you're the last man, although officially there's no such thing as the last man in the law, but it's always in the referee's mind, isn't it? So. It is kind of surprising that they didn't send him off. It was like he was wide right. It, it, yeah, it, it, was, wasn't it, was, the it wasn't going straight down the middle. I think it was going wider mm. as well. Yeah, that's what. And that's when getting his further. I mean, if yeah. it was if it was dead in the centre, 
but then you've got to say, is he denying a clear goal scoring opportunity, well, which you wouldn't know until was it deliberate? Because from where I I know we were like 70 yards away, but it looked like it was just a coming together of legs rather yeah. than he, he acting him down. Yeah. So again, it's benefit of the doubt on that, isn't it? It wasn't a, a del- deliberate attempt to stop him well, from having a goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. It's that discussion we've had in the past, isn't it? Foul play or, yeah. or catching him. I mean, you give him a free kick, wouldn't you? But it's yeah. like what follows was the intent there. I don't know. No. But I thought they raised the game, Bolton. Yeah. Sorry for chipping mm. up. Mm. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just conscious that we haven't even talked about any of the goals yet. And we've skipped forward to the Barnes incident. Well, we were talking about Djokovic, weren't we? Yeah. Throwing, throwing Barnett on the, on the deck and winning a free kick yeah. himself. I've got to say that when I saw that in, in full speed, in real time, and all those other things that the commentators say, I thought it was a foul by Barnett. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I wasn't complaining about that. Although I know, I was speaking to you after the first goal went in on Saturday, Barry, and you thought that the free kick had sailed straight in. Yeah, I did. I, yes. I did. So I did. did I? I did. I thought they'd all just left him, left it be. And, I, I and now they drove past it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And we called him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Well, to, be fair, to be fair, he didn't, he didn't make that much of a deflection on it, did he? It's enough to take it past him, though. He got the end of his toe on it. And, and to be fair, Ali didn't do too badly the rest of the game, did he? <laughs> no, <laughs> no man, that's it. Man, match fair country. Well, was he offside, though? That was the other thing. I thought he was he was standing in offside position when it when he swung yeah. the ball. It's hard to tell from behind ball, yeah. isn't it? Mm. I mean, Freeman's been mourning away, hasn't he? But he's mourning about other things rather than looking at you know, the stuff that, you know, his own decisions, which... Yeah. When you're having a go at the referee, I think you have to look at the game as a whole, not just as yourself. I think they should be complaining about Al Habsi. Because he was the one who stopped him winning that game. Yeah. Well, I thought they said Ali Al Habsi was a white. He hates Wigan. That was the yeah. song that was coming from the terraces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the only thing coming from the terraces, was it? Dirty, filthy set of gits. Yeah. Are you talking about the rubbish on the yeah. pitch? The bloody pitch was a mess. Right, well, in the final ten minutes of the game, the real Wigan finally stood up. Now, we had Matt Manaman on the right at that point, and Wycon on the left, and indeed... Powell through the middle as well. Yes. Powell was a late introduction. Yeah, and Powell got our goal, didn't he? Wycon delivered from the left, and it was absolute pile driver. Nobody was stopping that. It was a, it was a fantastic move, I, I thought. We, we put it quite was tremendous. The last ten minutes, we put a few together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We thought we finally come into our own, didn't we? It yeah. took us all that time, <laughs> and then it, it finally flicked. I thought all it took was passing to your own men. Well, it did. I thought McManaman made the yeah. difference yeah. when he came on. Offers offered us a lot of it. Got at the fullbacks. He got straight at him straight away, and then it seems to take forever to get him back on the ball, didn't it? They weren't playing through him at all for ages, and you're thinking, "Hang on, he's scared him with that first touch." Yeah. That first run, and then it just took ages. He got a free kick after after about four seconds of the first half. Yeah. <laughs> second half, then he kicked yeah. off run, and they brought him down. Yeah. So if McManaman came on at half time, Rob, why do you suppose it took us until the last ten minutes for everything to come together? I don't know. I can't really put my finger on that. I think the the reality of a defeat setting in yeah. may have, may have kicked in, and we had to really go for it by that point, force it a little bit leave only maybe one or two at the back instead of three or four you, so that gives you an extra man in midfield so we, that's why we dominated the ball as much as we did for that last sort of 20 minutes yeah. 
and then we started getting our wild men involved and I thought like Waggon and McManaman in particular looked a threat and I think that's what showed for that goal it was a smashing finish wasn't it? oh yeah well, once you get into the last ten minutes like that, when you go down, your decision making goes out the window because of the decisions they made for you. You know, you, you think, shall I, I hold or shall I push forward? You go down ten minutes ago. Yeah. May as well push forward. That's it. And, and then things start to click because players are where you're expecting them to be, yeah. instead of in a safer position. And credit to Ray Rossler as well, where he's brought his substitutes on. We've said before, haven't we, it's a 14-man game, and he brings these defensive players on and changes his shape mm. towards the end of the game. Mm. Nick Powell, for me, was great the last, yeah. few, you know, the last ten minutes or so. Talking about the subs, though, what about Tony Clitter's reaction when he went off? I, didn't, uh, I don't think Uwe will be too pleased with that. Do you see it? No, no uh, he went off and he wasn't happy, he was more trudging away and I think Graham Barrett passed him a court, he got it, screwed it up, skimmed it on the floor and kicked it. It was a show of petulance and I noticed they weren't even in the squad for the for the following game. Mm. Well, I thought Collison who replaced him played well when he came. Far better player though, yeah. he's far better yeah. player. Get on to last night, soon, won't we? Yeah. Well, Paul talks about decision making, and indeed, the referee had a decision to make in the very last minute of the game. Or rather, he left it up to his linesman. So, McManaman's running in on the right hand side, and he's almost got to the byline, but he's tripped. Or is he? Yes. Does he dive? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I've only seen it once and live, but yeah, that for me was. Li live or replay? Live, he dove, seen it again. It was a penalty. I would say I've only got live and he's a penalty. Nailed on penalty. Nailed on. Yeah. It was a stupid challenge, but it was wrong leg. By a stupid player. <laughs> Baptiste. Played I mean, for a yeah. stupid team. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God we didn't sign him when we was linked to him. I don't know if there was three of the rumours, but no. God, we didn't sign him. We ripped him apart when he played a black pill, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, I thought it was a dive at the time because there was an incident a few minutes before where McManaman, in a similar sort of position, was on the edge of the area and he got clipped. And he stumbled a bit and lost the ball. What he should have gone, what he should have done in hindsight was go down and take the free kick. Actually, what should have happened in hindsight was the referee should have given a foul. But I'm thinking, I was thinking at the time, that's playing on his mind. And if someone sticks a leg out, he's going to jump over it. But of course, the penalty was missed anyway. It was academic. Was it missed or saved? Saved. Saved. That was a top save. It was a good save. That really good. It, that penalty was a seven, eight, a ten. I'd say. Mm. It was in. It was almost in the top corner. It with a decent amount of pace. Well, when he got his, when he got his hands top, to it, I thought he was, that. I thought he was pushing that into the top corner until I realised he'd, he'd actually got enough on it to get it around the post. It was a top save. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be very popular for saying this, but to be honest, it would have been quite cruel on Bolton if they'd have lost that game. No, you're right. You're right. I agree. But yeah. I would have loved it more. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think if, if you take the emotions out. That's exactly right what you're saying there, Gareth. It would have been very harsh on him yeah, to lose that game. But been very good too. Uh, it, it would have been, 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 oh, been, been, yeah. been the best win ever. Yeah. But it would have been hilarious, but hey. But on balance, are we happy with the point considering what's happened? Yeah. You've got to yeah. take it, haven't you? Point at you Everybody else is drawing, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. What, why not keep it, you know, keep, keep it mm. keep I, to I, score? I think for me, as long as we keep on track to getting the playoffs and um, we're keeping players in decent nick, nobody's picking knocks up. You can't complain one bit. No. I'm quite happy because I predicted it. And indeed, I predicted 
the score of the next game not so well, close before we move on <laughs> oh. can I just mention Martin Waghorn from that Bolton game I thought the effort he put in was fantastic yep. we had a move late in the second half where we were attacking and he brought down into the box mm. and he was there and Bolton broke and, yeah. he, and he sprinted the length of the Going pitch. Going down, down there inside left position. Yeah, and he sprinted yeah. the length of the pitch and put in a fantastic challenge in our own box and won the ball back. It was, yeah. it was ama- amazing. Yes, sir. Amazing move. Yeah. And of course, he had the luxury of knowing he was going to get a week's rest, wasn't he? Because mm. he wasn't going to play against his parent club, Leicester City, who we played last night and drew to a piece with. Gareth, I believe. As the stats as usual. That's correct. Right, the stats from the game. We are Athletic versus Leicester City from last night. Goal attempts, Wigan had 24 and Leicester 15. On target, Wigan had 8, Leicester 7. Corners, Wigan had 9 and Leicester 5. We weren't caught offside. Leicester were caught offside three times. Both teams committed seven fouls. One yellow card each. Thankfully no reds. Possession, 47% to Wigan and 53% to Leicester City. And goals, 2-2. Just talking about Wagon and the fact that he didn't play last night, something happened with uh, Stephen Ireland at, at Aston Villa as well, uh, not playing it against, or playing for Stoke, but not against Villa, even though they've signed him. And, and uh, I've read a piece today about this saying it's, the, the Tevez affair when he was at West Ham and now West Ham goes to trouble because it was third party interference he's saying he's still continuing because the third party interferences players aren't allowed they're on loan to us like Wagon's on loan to us for the rest of the season but there's a third party stepping in saying he can't play against a particular club is that right or is it wrong? You've just confused it's a side, me It's a side issue Surely they're the first party or, uh, well, I think it was more with Ireland. Well, because with, with Tevez, the third party is the people that own him and control him. Yeah, so, for that same token, do Leicester own and control Martin yeah. Waggle? Yeah, because he's contracted to so Leicester. Is it right then? But he's contracted to us until the end he's of the season. Not, he's lent to us. Yeah, but it'd be in the terms and the conditions of the loan, mm. wouldn't it? It's, so, it's yeah. terms of the loan. And, you can and get. You, you is can that get not the same what would happen with Tevez, though, in the terms and conditions that they could. They own part of him and could sell him on at the end of the season. I think. No, well, no, because they because you have to buy the contract from different parties. Because it could be owned by like a sports management company. Uh, different, it, like Neymar deal. There's three different people who owned him until he went to Barcelona, and that, part of that was his parents. So he got yeah. something like fifteen million quid. Yeah. The, cl- yeah. the, the club doesn't control how he plays and where he plays whereas <coughs> it, it's somebody else uh, at least at this point in, in terms of Waggon there's only two parties involved there's Leicester City who has total control over who he plays and where he plays mm. and us who had total control over whether or not to accept the terms of the loan what about the one with Ireland then he's, he's, he's signed for Stoke City for 8 million and they've brought him to Villa stipulated that in the contract that when the two clubs met he couldn't play against them. Is that third party interference? He's no. Not, he's not the player. No, but it'd be very interesting there if Stoke said, guess what, he's playing, sue us. Because if they if they try to take that to the FA, the FA will say, well, he's your club, he, he, he's, you own his contract, 
and that would be very interested in a court law. Mm. It would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. They didn't play him. But yeah. Stoke still and Stoke beat Villa, didn't they? They did that. I don't know. Yes. Anyway, sorry, Dan. Yes, because this is a Wigan Athletic podcast. I just thought it was an interesting yeah. side thing, especially with the lone players. Anyway, it was no April Fool's joke, but Sean Maloney was back on the bench. Hey. It didn't feature, but he was there, and he was warming up, and everybody cheered him twice. Got a big, a big cheer, didn't he? Big yes. cheer. And I noticed one wag um, said that he couldn't have got a bigger cheer, even if he had a tray of pies with him. <laughs> which I thought was quite a tray of Holland's pies, perhaps. Oh, that's probably why. No, not mm. Holland's. So I reckon it was a fairly even first half. Leicester had the opening 15 and we can t- took control afterwards. What Rob's completely disagreeing with me is shaking his head vigorously. I thought we dominated completely after the first 10 minutes. I thought it was all winning. I can't believe there there was lucky for it being at one all down at half time. Uh, the first 10 minutes there did look lovely. And then when we once we got out of second third gear, they couldn't cope with us. And for going at one all, I think they, they would have been they would have been well pleased with that. Uh, Paul cleared off the line, didn't he, from, from a good chance yeah. they had. But then Paul hit the crossbar at the other end as well with a, with a good header, looping header. Yeah, then Gomez put it across first of goal, someone could have slid mm. in. That was the same movement, that was like the second phase of the header hitting the crossbar. Right. Mm. Uh, I, d- I, I think the, thing, the overall thing with last night is both sides could have come away with the points and not felt like robbery. You know, I was saying, if we'd have come away with the points at Bolton, we're all sat here saying, oh, well, yeah, it'd have been funny because we'd have robbed them. But I don't think either side could have claimed that last night. I, th- I think if, if they'd have walked away with the points, I think we'd have just had sort of been a bit disappointed, but not entirely disappointed. Oh, I, thought, it, I, I thought, thought, I thought they played well, but I thought both sides played well. And, and when both sides play well, sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Well, yeah, by the end... By the end, Leicester were kind of hanging on for that point, and Schmeichel was definitely slowing things down. So we yeah. all know who was more happy with the point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm saying I still think we edged it, but not by that much. The very good side, though. Best yeah. side I've seen this. Year. Yeah. Well, they, they were in. On, they were in down the left time yeah. and time again, mm. weren't they? Yeah. Down yeah. their left. Very pacey on the counter. I'm actually going to stick my head out and say that's stick my neck out rather and say that's the best mm-hmm. game I've seen at the DW this season. Yeah. And that includes Ooh, a couple of those. Yeah, there's been a couple of exciting games actually under Kyle, as much as I hate to say it. But I don't know if that's because. It's, it's not about excite, just about exciting games. All the teams were playing well. The quality yeah. last night was yes. good. It, well, that did shine through, didn't it? I mean, you could tell it was two very, very good championships. I, I mean, we know they're only at top because of Owen Coyle, aren't they? Did it? You know, take, that's the only reason. Take that out of the equation, and boom, we'd have walked away with this title. As we've proved in the last few weeks. Well, a Leicester fan tweeted last night on, on Twitter and said, uh, thank goodness for Owen Coyle, otherwise that could have been yeah, yeah, a yeah. title contending game. Yeah, I, they were a good side, but then we're a good side these days. On that point, did Rosler put in an application for the Wigan job in the summer? Don't think so. No, he no, didn't. He was, he was poached. I saw he was approached and... Yeah, not yeah, poached. Not poached. No. Oh, we approached him. I tell you, I tell you, I was impressed with last night, Rob Keenan. Again, not a foot wrong and a couple of belting tackles that that were very timely and one great header all his aerial yeah. battles one yeah. as said yeah he played really well yeah, yeah. Cracking, cracking game yeah. Uh, that Lloyd Dyer is faster in the flesh than his Antelli <laughs> <laughs> not yes. much chewing though yeah. is there 
You know, it's looking yeah, slender legs. Yeah, he's, he's big set. He's got a bit, his neck is about an inch and a half. It looks like he's been on steroids. Yeah. He's a bit like, like um, Gladstone Small. Oh, no. Frank Sidebottom, you remember him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was all top end, wasn't he? Yeah. And nothing down below. Yeah, but that was a papier-mâché head. Yeah. A bit different. Like Dyer had one, so they did with a mallet on <laughs> <laughs> Squash yeah. it He'll cause a couple of teams problems. Is it called, called Ramjam or Ramman, the guy from E-Man? <laughs> he, he had no head, did he? Oh, he yeah, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember his Ram Jam or Ram Man. I've heard to found Something like that. My own personal man of the match for last night, Jordi Gomez. Discuss. Correct. 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 End of story. <laughs> he was awesome. He was immense. He was fantastic. That's, he I, didn't I, want to go off when <clears throat> Rosler took him off. <clears throat> Rosler had to speak to him and console him. You could see. I think he, he might have been thinking he wanted to put right the penalty save from Saturday, I don't know, that's two now, isn't it? Two mm. penalty saves, which would have given us another four points. Whether it's, but w- what a guy, all the abuse he's had, all, for four years, and I know it's only a few people who do it, but they are very loud, and it must feel to him like but, everybody, but it's not, we know it's not everybody, mm. don't we? Ag- ag- again, it's, it's people that can't see what's in front of them. They said, why doesn't he man up? Well, I think he, had, he, he, he doesn't need to man up, because he is a man, because he carries it, and he plays, and he's very professional. Yeah. And he's, he's just brilliant. Mm. He got a tremendous reception. Oh, he's fantastic. Every corner he's too, didn't he? Well, I, I think, he, I, I've always, the, you know, one of the things that's been accused of him is that he doesn't put his work rate in. And, I, and I've always said, no, what you've got to do is you've got to watch the very first phase of play, because quite often he'll chase the first man down. He won't be the one putting the tackle in. He'll be the one closing somebody down and putting them under a bit of pressure so that when the second man receives the ball, you know, James McCarthy, James McCarthy, Chris McCann, you know, they were all been the ones putting the tackles in over years. It's not just now, but since Rosler's come, he's sticking his foot in all over the place. You know, how you can fault the man in any way, shape or form. He's Gareth's man though, isn't he? Yeah. You're a man, Gareth, isn't he? He, he sit round, they sit round me and tell me he's my man. I'm all the bothered. criticism comes for, as Paul's just talking about, you know, the defensive aspect of the game, the closing down, the getting the foot in. And he's doing that, and he's brilliant at it. But let's not forget the other side of the game, the offensive side. He's our most creative player by a yeah. Well, a, a lot of the criticism comes when he, you know, and and people do this, and I'm sure there's listeners that have crashed cars doing this, where you take a look, you know what that car's doing, you go back to what you're doing, and you do it, and then that car's moved. Not where it should have done. It's gone. Some, they've changed the mind and done something else. You go smack you with it. Well, is, it yeah, is it your fault for crashing? Yeah. Is it your fault for crashing, or is it his fault for changing his mind? Yeah. Well, you blame him for changing his mind. No, blame Jordy for. There's someone else. That's that one. What he done? He'd seen it and kept all the ball, yeah. and, he, and he, he took it away. And there was one or two moans of groans because he hadn't played a killer ball in. But if he had done, there were nobody there because yeah. the move hadn't happened. The move. It's like that that one that Ramis yeah. copied on Saturday where. Um, against Watford, where you could see wait, 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 dink over the top. Both of you all picked it up, and I think the cross came in and it came to nothing. Ramish copied it, you know, big pass, perfect for him. But with Gomez, you could see it coming. You could see the slip balls into Craney coming. You could see it coming, but they don't stop him. No, because he, he, you know, he's, he's slider and stuff, yeah. isn't it? He's, it, it? No, it's precision. Did it at Wembley, set Callum McManaman in. Mm. Touch of a ball. Yeah, it loves slipping away. Yeah. He does. <laughs> does. I'd be, be sad if he doesn't re-sign. Well, I'll be devastated. Yeah. Devastated. Mm. 
Let's hope we go up. You know, you, you think he's, he's done his years, he's done his graft. Uh, you know, the, the only reason you're not getting the adulation he should be getting is because you've got Boise sat at the front of the queue in terms of legend status. He's not far behind. I'd have loved to see him clap though when he went off last night, you know, when he was going off and, the, and, he, and he got a standing ovation, yes. didn't he? A well deserved one. I'd have just loved to have seen him put his hand above his head, even if he'd just give a couple, couple of claps. Because then I think that. That was a signal that, yeah, I know there's boo boys, but he gives a toss about them. You know, I'm here for the for myself and for the club and for the proper fans. One thing I thought was particularly good about Gomez's game was his set pieces, and indeed he set up mm. two goals with two set pieces. And the first one was for Andy Van Ramis scored his first goal of the season, which is surprising in one way, but unsurprising in the fact. That he's been injured all this time. <laughs> <laughs> you thought yourself right into a corner. You've got a script and you still talk yourself into a corner. Do you want to present then? Go on. No. Oh, no. 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 Okay. I'm quite happy, I'm quite happy <laughs> sitting here, Eckley. <laughs> yeah. And there was another first as well last night on the goal scoring chart as well. Yes. Yeah. With his head as well. A man who we've just been talking about. Yeah, and another one. defender. Yeah. You could I'd, tell you, I'd tell you, you could see how happy he was with that. Yeah, he's absolutely beaming. Two cracking headers as well. Yes. Well, that's mm. been one of our problems over the past few seasons, scoring goals from set pieces, hasn't it? We don't put ball in, we didn't put ball in box much under Martinez, did we? Corners, they gush out and then centre-ass get frustrated because they come up from the back. But that, early on this season, Burnett got a few, didn't he? Mm. And <laughs> put, the ball ball in box. <laughs> put the ball Swing in the box. Swing the ball in the box, the best. Yeah. But we've a lot of players in the box now as well, aren't we? Yeah. I, I know you've mentioned, um, you mentioned uh, Gomez though as your standout man, and MacArthur had a good game as well last night. But I thought Collison played quite good. Mm. Um, it's, considering he's new to the team, he's only been with us a couple of weeks, hasn't well, You're looking at, the, looking at that trio in midfield, aren't you? And Tom McCann got injured, those three have nailed it down. Mm. Um, you know, with Guile and work rate, and I think Collison's fitting into there because he's a big, strong lad, he's got a work rate and he's got a quality of touch as well. Yeah, there's um, a lot of good performances yeah. last night. I mean, I mean, McEachern's got the the quality, the, the ability to play killer balls, but that's what you notice him for. You don't notice him getting stuck in and grafting like the, like you do with Collison. Morgan for them last start as well. Where's Morgan? Uh, I remember him being at Forest ten years ago, and I thought he was awful, a donkey. But he, he had a great game last night for him. I thought, and Delatz as well I th- I, when he was at Norwich. Shocker. Oh. He had he, uh, uh, oh, was it a penalty, what a giveaway against us once for Norwich. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bonsard. Yeah. Yeah. I can't he remember. Dole a free kick at the end, didn't he, for their equaliser. Yeah. But I still think it, he had a good. Where's that pace come from, what he's got? Because he was like a whippet last night. Yeah. But, yeah. They're a decent side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, can tell they play together for a long time, can't you? That's it. They, they all know the jobs inside are doing really well. I think I said that. Last week, I think they just know each other's jobs. They're well drilled, well organised, and they've got goal scorers. Even Nugent, I mean, we're, I've seen him play against us umpteen times, and I've never really rated him. And he runs funny, doesn't he? His, his knees don't bend. He's like yeah, yeah. little fast legs, but you know, even he he, he played well last night. Held the ball up well. Mm, good sign for yeah. a good side. I thought Leicester scored two great goals. In particular, the finish for the first one. First one yeah. It was a little bit lucky that if the ball came to him in that position, but he was in the position, and my goodness, yeah, did he finish. 
Yeah, I, I think there was like a delay where everybody was wondering whether or not he was offside, wasn't it? It seemed to be where we were. They were. There was like the line was there, and he was just the wrong side of the line. It, was, it might just have been the spectators around a, me. A delay because I was hoping it was going to let that post and come back yeah. out. That's all. <laughs> there, was a, there was an awful lot of um, talking about us getting men in the box. There was an awful lot of um, second balls that came out of a, a shot or a chance or came off their keeper sort of into the 18 yard box that they got to clear if somebody had been on the end of one or two of them we'd have, you know, we'd have been like comfortable and what about the second goal from Dean Hammond I think that was a good goal thought we defended poorly for that yeah, it was never a free kick it was never a free kick if it was a good ball in it was a good cross he fell on it and then just like grabbed hold of it and oh, alright I've got a free kick no well, hang on let the ref decide mm. first yeah, and I think the ref decided because he'd already given it himself. Yeah, stood close to that. That it was never a fail. I thought it was going to blow up for handball. Yeah, um, he was just giving a free header, really, didn't we? In the yeah, but Boyce not not got goal side him, has he? Unfortunately, don't know if he's been pulling his shit or whatever. You can't really tell. But uh, there's a few eyes being thrown in somebody's direction in the box of ours as well. Weren't they? they were like they all stirred and blamed someone. Yeah, they were shouting. No. But it's good to see that. Oh, it shows uh, yeah. passion that they care, doesn't it? Of course, so, yeah. yeah. we'll take that. Okay. Mm. Well, best of luck to Leicester, who could be promoted by the end of the week. Mm. Yeah, we'll play them next yeah. season. Well, yeah. like, let's, Premier League. Let's, let's face it, Leicester are promoted. Mm. Whether, it's whether or not they go up to the champions, isn't it? It's going to take one hell of a meltdown for them not to go up. And after last night, you can't see them, that, mate. Nah. Okay, we've got two games to look forward to now. On Saturday. We play Leeds United at the DW Stadium. Now, I do know that Leeds currently sit 15th in the table, but perhaps Statman has some more information for us. Just give me a minute. Now, Statman. Right, well, I have some information. Leeds currently 15th in the table, on 47 points from the 39 games played. Um, they've lost 18, though lost 18 games so I'm hoping we're going to add to that 18 total on Saturday the last uh, the form isn't good the last 6 games Leeds 2 Reading 4 Burnley 2 Leeds 1 Leeds 2 Millwall 1 Bournemouth 4 Leeds 1 Leeds 1 Doncaster 2 and last night Leeds 0 Charlton 1 I don't like that <laughs> Mm. I, don't, I know they're awful, but I don't like it because well, that ends sometime, doesn't it? Yeah. Of the last it's ten games, when it always well, ends. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, what I mean. There's goals in there for a minute. The last every ten game games, apart from the last one. one. Yeah. So no, we should, we should, we should bounce them, shouldn't we? But yeah. when you should bounce them, it's like last night. Well, that's we, we have to be on our toes. We were on our toes. Yeah. On, on, we played them, Robin, that Robin rag from over hell on Saturday. Who were an awful team, and we weren't on our toes. That's what you worry about, yeah. isn't it? Well, that's yeah. what—that's the comments Russell's made, isn't it? After the post-match last night, basically saying we've got to be respectful of the teams at the bottom, uh, in the lower half. He said we raise it for the top half, respectful of the teams in the bottom half, and earn your earn your position in the playoffs. I think that's a bigger game than last night, because last night, we, yeah. although you know we weren't expected. To, to, to turn them over were we last night it was always going to be a close game and Leicester were perhaps maybe slight favourites yeah. to have done us 
with this, we're expected to roll yeah. these men. That's so it. it was our game in hand as well, wasn't it? So yeah. anything we picked up was, was going to, you know, add to our total. Mm. If uh, you know, increase the gap between us and seventh or whatever. Yeah. They've got McCormack, haven't they? Who's, uh, they've got a couple of good yeah. players, haven't they? That 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 Byram, he looks decent, fullback. And then McCormack. Yeah, but they've got a lot of problems behind the scenes, haven't they? Oh, still not been paid. Uh, well, there's a fair chance. I'm just looking at this table here, what Gareth's got. They're on 47 points. Now, if things don't go well, yeah, with players being paired and stuff, there's a very, very strong possibility of administration, yeah. which takes them on 37 points, which takes them, which will <laughs> right in the two mix. points above Burnsley. Mm. Yeah, uh, if, if administration, the, the goal in. difference would probably serve the day. It's so not. Yeah. It's not good when your manager calls the club situation a joke because that, that's apparently what Brian McDermott mm. said. This well, week. That's the thing. There's no focus at the moment, is there? When the when we played them, when we went up there um, with Graham Barrow in charge, we just had to call it There was in like a little bit of a purple patch, weren't there? And they, and they were winning games, and, and, and you know we come on. I think they won quite a few on, on the bench then, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. They, they was doing all, all okay. They were sort of top earth, weren't they? Eight between eighth and tenth, mm. and we we was terrible that mm. night. I mean, I went to that game, and it was what we'd seen. Because I was expecting different team selection, a bit of a reaction, because we've been terrible under Coyle, haven't we? And Barrow went there, completely disappointed. We picked a negative team, picked the same formation, same yeah. players as the previous weeks. And we didn't turn up at, at, at we weren't at the races that game either, so mm -hmm. it'd be nice for rectify that this something. I always think we won one anyway from the FA Cup quarter final defeat back in nineteen eighty seven down here when they beat us two 0 Didn't we get our own back anyway in that? No, we never got our own back. Never got our own back for that Dan, never. So we, we until we beat them five 0 we wouldn't have got our own back. It could happen on Saturday. It Hopefully be. it will. Yeah. We beat them five 0 in the championship. Until we beat six in <laughs> Gareth, we'd never get our own back. <laughs> I remember that day, it was brilliant. That. Was it Down here? Yeah, mm. yeah. All the Leeds fans, they were very vocal, shirts off, weren't they? And they were, yeah. Absolutely slaughtered them. What a day that was. Yeah. Yeah, the away one was decent, you know. Took a big following that, that game, like 4,000. Mm. <laughs> Alright, are we going to have some predictions for that game then? I think we should start with Barry to punish him. Alright, okay. Um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll we'll step up to the mark. Uh, we're on telly. We always do well on telly. Got on telly historically over the years, <laughs> especially in the championship when we're live. Um, they've got a lot of problems. I'm worried. I'm worried, but I think I shouldn't need to be three-one for win. Mm. Gareth, what do you think? They're in a mess, Leeds. Um, we're sort of in a position where we can cement our place in the playoffs with not many points. We've got to get three. Got to get three points. 4-0. Oh, jeez. So, Rob, follow that. <laughs> yeah, I think Leeds are on the decline. Club's in turmoil. I think our spirits are high, even though we've probably not won in three of them. We're playing well. So I, I've got to go with Gareth. I'll have a piece of four now. Crikey. <laughs> You're going to say a draw now, aren't you, Paul? No, I'm going to put you in a right position now. These have been escalated. 6 1. 
they're, they're in a mess we, we, we play to formally play to on Tuesday and absolutely pay to them <laughs> right so 3-1 3-1 4-0 and I'm going to say we'll lose no not really I think we'll I think we'll win 3-1 I'm going to go with Barry's yeah. more conservative yeah, I think we need an early goal, really. If we get an early goal, it'll be a big score, because yeah. mm. I think they'll crumble. But it's just that, uh, mm. yeah, it, as long as our nerves are settled, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, if we get an early goal, they'll think we're playing at Edinley. Cricket score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, read a little bit of, I read a little bit about their uh, performance last night, and they uh, they were awarded a 90th minute penalty. I don't know if you know yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it, yeah. Oh. And uh, upstep Ross McCormack, and it was saved. Oh, 90th minute penalty. That was yeah. to the best of us. We yeah. know that, don't we? Yeah, it was a good save too. That it was a cracking save. Guy with a beard. I don't know who he is. He <laughs> weren't. It weren't the guy who played down here against us. He wants to oh, save oh, it. Oh no, he no, was Theron, Theron, Theron. Oh yes. No, he was playing that one, but it ain't it. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. Yes. Right. Before we go tonight, we have the small matter of the Millwall game on Tuesday, so we'll have a brief look forward to that. Rob's shaking his fist there. He's looking forward to that yeah, game, I aren't am. you? I uh, look forward to having <laughs> one game with you, I love it. And Millwall are actually 23rd in the table, so that's two from bottom, and they drew two all at home to Blackburn <laughs> on Saturday, and Blackburn actually had a man sent off in the 56th minute. So, what are our thoughts for this game? Paul, I'm going to come to you first. <laughs> Again, like I've been saying, we need to just get through it in one piece. Three points, no injuries. You know, playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. We just need to keep ticking over, keep picking points up, keep cycling the squad to rest players, settle on the best team, go into the playoffs and go bang, bang, bang up FA Cup final, retain our trophy. It's dead easy, isn't it, when you put it like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, yeah, yes. Dan. Um, well, if it was the 1970s or 80s, they would say well, we've got a, a tasty couple of days here, haven't we? At Leeds and Millwall, <laughs> more yes. some, you know. But obviously, we live in, in brighter times. Um, they've got a colourful manager as well, haven't they? Ian Holloway, who declared his interest in our job once Coyle had gone. So, um, and we know what sort of football he plays, and it's always. Um, emphasising attacking football I can see us um, so long as we've not got an eye on the FA Cup semi-final if we if we're fully focused for this game bearing in mind they beat us when Rosler was first picked weren't it as our manager I can see us um, turning them over quite quite comfortably I, I think we'll do them 4-0 oh jeez we're all very confident this week aren't we yeah we are and why not? We're fifth in the table and we're in the FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's mm. next weekend, isn't it? Mm. Sure not is. this one coming, the next one. Mm. So, Gareth, any thoughts on the game on Tuesday? Yes, I have. The 23rd in the league, as we've said, they've got the worst goal difference in the league. They've got the most, console sorry, the most goals conceded in the championship. They've won one of their last 13 games. Well, that's, that's, you know that. You're setting this up for 0 nil. <laughs> we're going to beat them. Yes. 3 nil. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were setting that up for nil apiece then. I'm going to try and predict what Rob's going to say. I reckon he'll say that we'll win 2 nil. 
Am I right? Uh, you're not fair wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think Gareth said everything there is to be said, really. But I do think we may have one eye on Arsenal, and I think we'll pick a considerably weaker team on on Tuesday because I think our playoff place will pretty much be cemented after mm. we dip Leeds. Mm. Um, shout so I think I still expect a comfortable victory, and I think I'll go. I think I'll go with our previous score three one for the league. What you said for Leeds, but for the Millwall again. Okay. Three one. Well, on that basis that we're going to play Arsenal on the Saturday, I'm going to be conservative again and say it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a score draw, but a draw nonetheless. Paul, did we get a score from you? Uh, no, but I'll settle for 1-0. Oh, yeah. happy with a point. So I'm the odd one out again this week, aren't I? Mm. But then again, who was right last week? <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, well, oh, Rob. Oh, Rob, realistic. Great. I know we've got an FA Cup semi-final to look forward to next week, but if you're looking at playing 15th in the league, who are a club in turmoil, and, and we're playing, following that, the club that's next to bottom with the West Golden Tunes and all the rest of it you've got to be looking at six points and Uwe Rossler will be looking at yeah. six points yeah. Yeah. you can hear we're all very confident this week so by the time we're here again I expect us to have six more points to talk about but before we leave I believe Paul has something to say yeah just I, I just want to add a little note on the end of the podcast that in, in light of all the football we've been talking and all the walks that we did last week the best sight that I've seen this week was something perfectly normal, not spectacular in any way, shape or form, and that was little Emma Hoolin just bouncing around, messing about, playing with her dad, annoying her dad by the look of it, hmm. um, with just what a little girl of that age should do. And I, I, it, it absolutely hit home with me because I've got a little girl of a very similar age and it was just absolutely fantastic to see that, hmm. that she looks fit and well. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think we all would. Yeah. Right, then, I believe that's my cue to wrap this up for this week. Thank you very much, Barry, for allowing me to present this, and very good luck with the editing. <laughs> I apologise. I'm not going to edit it, I'm just going to put it out. Oh, okay. And then everybody can hear what we really like. All the fluffers. <laughs> right, so it's good night from me. Good night from us. Good night. Tell a lie, cross my heart, hope to die. I'm from Wigan, me. I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie, and I bet you're just like me. When the Latics went to Wembley, they came home with the FA Cup. And little Wigan are at it again, you just couldn't make it up. It's a dream come true, we do believe, it was always meant to be. And here comes Mr. Whelan singing, I'm from Wigan, me. I'm from Wigan, me. I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. Cross my heart, hope to die. I'm from Wigan, me. I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. And I bet you're just like me. We beat City in the final. It cost a few bob, that team. And we've just beat them again, so we're keeping alive the dream. 
Now the blue and white term it take on the gunners, it isn't over yet. Cause we didn't want from 2-0 down, that's a game they won't forget. Oh no! I'm from Wigan B, I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. Cross me heart, hope to die. I'm from Wigan B, I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. And I bet you're just like me. Well, we've had a belting run in the history of the cup. And the way the lads are playing now, well, I don't think they'll give up. Until they get back into the Premiership, that's where they long to be. Yes, I believe in Wigan, because I'm from Wigan, me. I'm from Wigan, me. I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. Cross me heart, hope to die. I'm from Wigan, me. I'm honest as can be. No, I'm not one to tell a lie. And I bet you're just like me. And I bet you're just like me. And I bet you're just like me. Oh!